This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Wednesday, the 7th of July. In your Sport Today, Party wins the All Aussie quarterfinal. The Dragons sack the house party host. Australian F1 cancelled again. And a new look for the Wallabies. This is your Sport Today. Straight off the top, Gabs, we want to let our listeners know we're recording this as the first semi-final of the Euros is underway. Now, there'll be no spoilers here. We'll have the result tomorrow, but we don't blame you if you can't wait that long. With that being said, Ash Barty is through to her first Wimbledon semi-final after she overcame fellow Aussie Isla Tomljanovic in straight sets this morning. She sure did, Fez, and in doing so, became the first Australian woman since Yelena Dokic in 2000 to reach the final four at the All England Club. Barty, the current world number one, she only needed 66 minutes to win 6-1-6-3 in what was the first All-Aussie quarterfinal at Wimbledon since 1980. Now, Sam, she described the win as a dream come true, which I'm sure it was, and she's now just two wins away from her second Grand Slam title. How good. It's ace, Gabs. Uh, But Barty must first overcome Germany's Angelique Kerber after the 25th seed downed Carolina Mukova in straight sets to reach her first Grand Slam semi-final since she won Wimbledon in 2018. Now, Fez, Kerber was far too good when they last met in 2019, but since then, Barty's taken her game to new heights. On the other side of the draw, world number two, Arena Sabalenka, will take on Karolina Pliskova in the other semi-final. Today's trivia question, Gabs, who was the last Australian to win the women's singles title at Wimbledon? We mentioned this person yesterday, so keen listeners should get this one. Answer at the end of the show. I wish I'd been listening. The fallout from the St George Illawarra Dragons COVID breach continues, Gabs, with the NRL club sacking party host Paul Vaughan over the incident. Sam, his career at the Dragons is over. The Dragons held a board meeting on Tuesday and decided to part ways with Vaughan, who still had one year left on his contract. Now, the decision to sack him will reportedly cost the club a million dollars, while Vaughan will lose about $500,000 for leaving Gurley. The sacked prop spoke about the incident last night, saying, I'm deeply remorseful and very sorry for what's happened. I can't express that enough. It was a terrible judgment call and one that I very, very much regret. Vaughan hosted 12 teammates for a barbecue on Saturday night defying NRL biosecurity rules and New South Wales public health orders. The NRL fined him $50,000 and suspended him for eight matches. It was the second time in 11 months he had been caught violating the NRL's COVID rules. And Sam, the Dragons are set to punish the other dozen players, but it's understood they won't sack or suspend anyone further after the NRL dished out more than $300,000 worth of fines and banned all players bar Vaughan for one match. Now, those individual breach notices will include confidential monetary fines that will be forwarded to selected local charities. Gabs, the Dragons aren't the only club dealing with COVID breaches. Five Bulldogs players will front the Canterbury board to explain why they went to a pub and carried on in Sydney's East on June 20. Those five players were stood down and missed the Bulldogs' 66-0 loss to Manly on the weekend. Gabs, those in Victoria proudly call Melbourne the sporting capital of the world. That title took a hit on Tuesday after the Australian F1 and MotoGP events were cancelled for a second straight year. 
And that's because the Victorian government couldn't guarantee the F1 and MotoGP that the events would go ahead no matter what. Australia's slow vaccine rollout and the National Cabinet's decision to decrease overseas arrivals played their part in the event being cancelled. Now, Sam, you might remember the Australian F1 Grand Prix was forced to turn away fans at the gates at last year's event that was ultimately scrapped as the pandemic hit. The 2021 race was set for November, having been postponed from March, but event organisers are already planning for next year. Yeah, planning is already underway, Gabs. Australian F1 driver Daniel Ricciardo said, it's a huge disappointment for all of the drivers that we won't be coming down to Australia in November, but we understand the reasons. As fortunately, the F1 Grand Prix is contracted to Melbourne's Albert Park until 2025, while MotoGP is locked in at Phillip Island until 2026. So fingers crossed we can see some motorsport return. Gabs, we've got some coaching news with AFL side Hawthorne announcing club great Sam Mitchell will take over from long-standing coach Alex Clarkson at the end of the 2022 season. Yes, Sam, this is a bit of a surprise and comes after Mitchell pulled out of the race for the Collingwood job that was vacated by Nathan Buckley last month, sending a strong signal that he was going to succeed Clarkson at the Hawks. Well, on Tuesday... Hawthorne locked in Mitchell, who will take the reins at the Hawks once Clarkson sees out the final 18 months of his contract. Clarkson's shoes are big ones to fill, Gabs. He's the club's longest-serving coach, having started in 2005, made five grand finals and won four premierships, including a three-peat from 2013 to 2015. Mitchell played 339 AFL games, won a Brownlow medal in 2012, and played in those four premiership seasons under Clarkson before he retired in 2017. He then took up coaching roles at West Coast and the Hawks and has been the head coach of Hawthorne's VFL affiliate club, Box Hill. The Hawks, well, they sit 17th on the AFL ladder as they continue their rebuild. England's one-day cricket team could field up to nine debutants against Pakistan Gabs. That's because seven players and staff tested positive for COVID-19, forcing selectors to pick an entirely new squad. Sam, this is another big story. Three players and four support staff from England tested positive on Monday and they've been told to isolate along with the rest of the England camp as they are deemed close contacts. Now, Fez, this means the original 16-man squad is ruled out of the three-match series that starts tomorrow in Cardiff. So, the selectors have called up all-rounder Ben Stokes to come back early from a finger injury to lead a new 18-man group. Yeah, 11 players were plucked from ongoing domestic cricket matches. That would have been an interesting call, with half the squad made up of uncapped players. A couple of names cricket fans might recognise are James Vince, David Milan and Phil Salt. They've all played in the BBL. This comes as the UK eases coronavirus restrictions, despite large case numbers still being recorded, but 64% of the adult population is fully vaccinated. It's time for Catch This, Gabs, where we mention the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And it's a big, big, big Wednesday for sports lovers. You bet it is. All right. You ready for this, Sam? Yeah. We've got game one of the NBA finals between the Suns and Bucks, a celebrity golf match featuring Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson, Argentina and Colombia in the Copa America semifinals, boxing tonight with Tim Zhu taking on Stevie Sparks, and of course... The Wallabies taking on France. And Gab's eagle-eyed fans will notice something different about the Wallabies jerseys. They'll be the same shade of gold as the 1991 World Cup winning team, a colour that was voted upon by former players earlier this year. The other big change will be the new sponsor. For the first time since 2004, Qantas won't be the shirt sponsor 
after the airline parted ways with Rugby Australia last year due to the impact of COVID-19. Instead, Cadbury will be front and centre. How about that, Gabs? Now that's a sponsor I can relate to. And Sam, wouldn't it be nice if the Wallabies got a win on World Chocolate Day? Yeah, it would be nice. Uh, the answer to today's trivia question, who was the last Australian to win the women's singles titles at Wimbledon? It was Yvonne Gulgong Corley in 1980, and it's 50 years since she won her first title there at the All England Club. All right, that's it from us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow.